Okay, where are my Christian warrior women today? It is Monday in Atlanta, Georgia, and the weather is nice. We had some storms here. I hope where you are, things are beautiful, that you feel refreshed and ready for a new week. I hope up until this point, my name is Lisa Hawkins, and I'm the founder of Christian Warrior Women. And I hope at this point that you have probably realized it would be best to probably get a journal because each day we're going to be going through things that you're going to need to write or make a list. And I really want you to reflect um, within one book so you can have your notes because believe it or not, whether it's 60, 90, 120 days from now, you are going to see your progress. And that's what we want to measure. This is, I would love to say this was just being done to make you feel good, but this is really God reaching out to you through this podcast of your inner healing, that you're taking the the time and the discipline to work through each day. So I challenge you and I encourage you to journal this so that you can look back and say, wow, you know what? I haven't thought about that person in a very long time because I worked on giving them forgiveness weeks or months earlier. And I've done that over the years. And when I look back, I don't even remember some of the things that were a burden for me a year or two earlier. Because when I look at it, I'm like trying to remember, oh, when did that happen? And what I've learned about my forgiveness area about people is that when I meet them later, when I've truly forgiven, and I've had friends who nudge me, I'll say, oh, hey, how are you? And my friends have said, do you remember what they did or said to you? And I look at them, and in all honesty, I say, no, what did they do? And then they remind me. And believe it or not, I feel so far removed from what they did at that time that I'm like, wow, I forgot. That was something serious but I had forgiven them. So I want you to journal and I want you to really um, even note what your key prayer request was that day or that week so that you can look later and say, wow, I'm over that. Yeah, I prayed that through with God and to see your progress. Does that make sense? Well, awesome. So let's get started with today. Today, I want to talk about an area that many women struggle with, and that is regret. Regret, which I believe helps feed to rejection, and regret um, is related to shame and some other areas that we will discuss in the future. But right now, I want to open with the Word of God in the area of regret, because I really think the Word shows you of why we need to be the opposite of regret. And instead of, I always say, the when you look at the R-E words, when you look at the prefix meanings, it means withdraw, it means to look back. And those aren't things we want to do, right? I want to share with you what the word says. Now, I would would say that if you're reclaiming, you're recovering or regaining, I'm all for the RE. But if you're on feeling rejected or feeling um, anything that is bringing you harm because of a past memory, we want to get rid of that. Okay. So when we start in the scripture, that really counters regret. We're going to look at Philippians 3.13, and I'm going to read that. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind 
and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Jesus Christ. Matthew six nineteen through 20. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. So I want to ask you right now, when you heard me say the word regret, what were the three to to five things that maybe you have regrets on in your life? So whether in your journal or you're doing this mentally, well, if you're driving, obviously you can't write, but if you're not and you have your journal or a paper in front of you, write down quickly, what are the three to five things, but mainly those three top things that you regret about your life? And I'm going to share um, some things statistically and just things that I have observed in ministry um, with women and older women about the area of regret. So while you're writing that, I want to share areas that can contribute to women, especially um, living at a higher risk of regret. Well, for one, women are at a higher risk of poverty, at least in America and among many industrialized nations. We have the largest number of homeless women and children. Supposedly, women are 35% more likely than men to live in poverty. One in eight women lived in poverty in 2017. One in three, one in three single mothers lived in poverty in 2016. Of the nation's 14 and a half million poor children, more than half live in families headed by a woman. So right there, we can start seeing a multitude of regrets that can just spill over from just those circumstances. So when we look at, so you might say, oh, well, those are kind of women who are poor that may be in regret. I don't fall in that situation. Well, you know what? Educated um, women can live in regret as well. We all have between relationships, health, and choices that we make can put us in that situation. So for example, what are, um, why are they more likely to suffer in poverty? Well, one, domestic violence is significant. 47 million American women experience physical violence by a partner. And guess what? Physical violence does not know the socioeconomic to say, oh, if I'm wealthy, I'm not I'm being abused or only poor people are abused. That's not true. One in five college women have been sexually assaulted while attending college. So physical abuse of women starts early in life. And I've shared that in the book, Christian Warrior Woman. Matter of fact, the very first chapter that is free and available. um, If you go on ChristianWarriorWoman.com, you can get that first chapter free. And I, I share my own Um, experience with um, of of a kidnapping and a possible sexual assault. So physical abuse of women starts early in life. 76% of teens have experienced some form of dating violence. So we have in our lives as women, and a lot of these regrets are secrets. Secrets kill, as I tell people, because we don't have the opportunity to share them and to let them out. And we keep them hidden 
due to shame. So we have a lot of regret and we have a lot of um, condemnation and self-judgment and belittling of our value and our worth. And so I want to encourage you immediately to find a coach, to find a counselor, to find someone that you can unburden this secret with because the secret affects your health, your relationships, and your future. So don't let me get caught off on that and I'll get totally off track for this podcast. So I want to look at what are some of the biggest regrets that women have when asked women. Number one, not trying hard enough in school. Two, not losing weight on a diet. Three, choosing the wrong career path. Four, not getting on the not on the property ladder, meaning didn't own property. And five, spending a night with someone I shouldn't have is what they state. And in my time working with seniors in ministry and, and older women, one of the things through prayer and I've had a healing room for over seven years, so you can imagine I've prayed um, with a number of um, seniors, and whether it's in nursing homes or them coming in for healing and prayer, these are their biggest five regrets. And I find it so interesting that none of them have anything to do with money. And so many times we focus so much on money and think that having money will, will remove some of our regrets. And in a lot of cases, that's not the real heart of the issue. So let me read to you their top five. One, and this is five regrets of people dying or senior women. I wish that I had let myself be happier. Oh, amen. I can, I can think of my 20s and 30s of definitely believing in that. Two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Three, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Four, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Five, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. So do you see, those are the top five. And when I look at that, I say, I say wow, those are things that all of us should want to, to do each and every day, to have our, our feelings um, validated or in, encouraged or having the entitlement to, to speak, you know, freely. So we want to, to look at not having regrets in our life. So how can we do that? So the list that you have of things that are regrets, I want you to, if you don't have a current strategy on how to counter those, I want you to develop one today to write out, let's not make this complicated, for every regret, I want you to think of one thing you can do for yourself to stop living in regret. Because we want to focus on our foreground, what's in front of us. God is blessing us and guiding our footsteps going forward. He's not guiding our footsteps going back. What has been done is done. But what is before you is what we want to embrace. And the light of the Lord and guiding our footsteps is going forward. So that RE prefix that I said about looking behind and, and indicating repetition of looking backwards. We don't need to be continue repeating looking back. We want to have our eyes fixed on Christ and forward and moving and fighting. We're warrior women. We're not 
um, deaf, we're not dumb, and we're not looking behind. You can't walk forward with your head turned or you're going to fall in a ditch or hit a wall. But when you're looking forward and focused forward and planning forward, you will be successful. There is wealth and health and happiness waiting for you to step forward and to leave the dust and the dirt from your past behind. And I want you to focus on that. You don't withdraw, you fight forward, okay? So when we look at this battle zone, I want you to to look at your list. I want you to have a strategy. I want you to ask yourself some tough questions. Do you work for er earthly needs or are you working for excesses? Many of us are working for what we see on TV or what we see some celebrity has. We're looking for people to provide that. Is that really important at the heart of your life? Are you trying to measure yourself or your success against a certain group of people or family? Are you trying to make sure you're the top dog in your family, that you have something that you can brag on with your family? Are you trying to one-up your family in your lifestyle? It, that doesn't work. Are you a people pleaser? People pleasing leads to regrets because when you're people pleasing, it wears you out and you're expecting a certain type of gratitude or or you're going above and beyond because you want acknowledgement of what you're doing with, with this family member or with friends. And that could lead to you regretting. Are you in the career that you desire? Do you have, do you own the business that God has put in your heart? Or have you been holding back in fear of, what if I don't have the money? What if it fails? Guess what? But what if it succeeds? So don't live in regret. I could tell you right now, I had the opportunity 20 years ago to own two or three subways for $15,000. I was in my um, late 20s, early 30s, and I was worried because I was like, I didn't want to really work in a subway. And I was like, oh, am I going to leave my job to do this? Then when I saw that the subway franchise was selling for $150,000 10, 15 years later, after Jared, that gentleman who dieted and really got it promoted, I sat there regretting, man, I should have bought those subways, but I still would not have been happy personally working in them. But we can look back and see things that we regret taking action on. I can look at, I had met the, the gentleman who owns um, Papa John's and offered me the franchise rights in North Carolina at a time that I couldn't afford it for the how much money he had. When I see what they're worth today, I'm like, gosh, I should have figured out how to get that money. So, and it could be relationships. It could be, um, you know, choices we made for our children or choices we made of where to live. You know what? It's done. So let's make the choice today to be happy and to um, either reclaim, recover, or do a redo or a do-over, however you want to call it, but move forward in a positive manner. Do you spend time with those close friends? We can't work um, as a work like a dog. What can you do to reverse your list of regrets and progress? And when I say time with close friends, when we first opened our business, we were working six days a week, and I was exhausted and not getting a whole lot done outside of work. And I um, said to my husband, we're just going to be open five days. I prayed about it, and I'm just going to trust God to provide. And do you know, we only are open five days a week now, and our business has grown 40%. 
We're doing more business, working less hours. So sometimes we work hard, but we don't work smart. So we want to work hard with wisdom and with God in our prayer and in our walk. So why do I want you to fight against regret? Because regret can sometimes lead to us dealing in envying and jealousy. And we'll talk about that on a different podcast. But I want to end today with thanking God for each of you hearing um, this message about regret and that deciding today as a Christian warrior woman that regret has no place in your life. And that if you do something as simply as correcting how you speak about past situations, and if you feel there is still troubling and bubbling and you need to express and burst something out that you get on your knees and you do like David and you cry before God and you say, Lord, help me get over this situation. Help me move forward. Because many of you are living in your current situation whether it's poverty or finances, and it's so easy to reflect on how you got here. But I want you to reflect on where you're going. And I want your prayer to be reflecting where I'm going and what God is going to do for me and the way that is going to be open for me and how changes in my life and I'm going to grow and be stronger and have more courage and have more boldness and, and be a woman that is going to be respected and highly favored and become that Proverbs 30 woman. Make your destiny with God today. Okay? I love you. God loves you. And a way has been made for your success. He already knitted that within you. So you step forward and start walking. Keep that sword raised and keep the enemy under your feet. Talk to you tomorrow. Be blessed.